Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. With working from home and trying to stay in touch with friends and family, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to always be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit reset. That's when you reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. My moment to chill is watching baseball, especially when the White Sox are on. I like to have a Coors Light beside me. It's a great beer to have watching the games as it's cool and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. And even the mountains on my cans turn blue telling me that it's time to hit reset. Sit back, relax, and hunker down for an evening of White Sox baseball. So when it's time for you to unwind, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate responsibly. When you rely on the internet for everything, you need speed that can handle anything. Xfinity delivers Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Gig Wi-Fi requires gig speed and compatible XFi gateway. Actual speeds vary, not guaranteed. Good morning, White Sox fans. I'm Jim Margulis, and this is your White Sox wake-up call for September 3rd, 2019. I hope everybody had an enjoyable Labor Day in spite of the White Sox, who once again labored in their seventh straight loss. They were drubbed by the Cleveland Indians 11-3 in a game that featured 18 walks over 4 hours and 7 minutes. 383 pitches were thrown, including 211 by the White Sox. Starting pitching was once again the culprit. Ross Detweiler walked six batters over just two and two-thirds innings, leading to four runs. Three of them scored in the first inning on a bases-clearing double by Fran Mel Reyes that put the Sox in a 3-0 hole, and it never got better from there. The last five non-Gilito starts have lasted an average of two and two-thirds innings. The Indians didn't bring sharp pitching themselves, but they were able to limit the Sox to single runs in the third, fourth, and fifth innings. Yomer Sanchez had the only run-scoring hit of the night, with an RBI double in the fourth, Otherwise, Jose Abreu had an RBI ground out in the third, and Yuan Makata hit a sack fly. The Sox had other opportunities to score, but they couldn't cash in. Oscar Mercado prevented a crooked number by gunning down Moncada at the plate on a two-out single by Eloy Jimenez to end the third. The Sox also came away empty from bases-loaded situations in the seventh and eighth. Jimenez grounded into a 3-6-1 double play to spoil the last best shot the Sox had at getting back in the game when they only trailed 7-3. But even then, run prevention would have been a problem. Carson Fulmer gave up a two-run homer to Jake Bowers, Jace Fry gave up a solo shot to Carlos Santana, and Manny Benuelos gave up four hits and two walks over an inning of work before a line drive to the foot forced him out of the game. White Sox hitters tied a season high with eight walks, including Larry Garcia's first in a month, two by Moncada, and three by Yolmer Sanchez, who also had the RBI double. He had a perfect night at the plate, and he'll need more of them to make the White Sox want to tender him a contract. So the Sox have a seven-game losing streak for the second time in the second half, and they face a tough task in snapping it tonight when they send Dylan Cease to face Mike Clevenger. Clevenger's season was interrupted with a back issue, but he's been excellent despite it, coming into the game with a 10-2 record and a 2.72 ERA. 
Cease enters the game with a 6.92 ERA after giving up eight runs over two innings his last time out. First pitch is at 6.10 p.m. Central on WGN. The White Sox figured to have some extra players on the roster for it, but Rick Renteria didn't tip his hand. Whichever prospects the White Sox tap won't generate all that much excitement. Luis Robert already revealed his future in an Instagram post, thanking God for a full season of good health and telling everybody they'll see him next year. The White Sox will get to call up whatever prospects they want because all the full season affiliates are done for the year. The Charlotte Knights might have gained some valuable experience during this postseason push, but not the kind they wanted. They sealed their late-season collapse by blowing a 5-1 lead en route to a 7-6 loss to Norfolk in 10 innings. They got the help they needed from Gwinnett, which beat Durham, but they couldn't take care of their own business. Nick Magical did what he could, going 5-5 five five to finish with an average of 331 at Charlotte and 311 overall. Yermin Mercedes was a triple short of the cycle while going 3-4. Luis Robert went 1-6 with a triple, but struck out three times. Birmingham wrapped up its season with a 6-4 loss to Biloxi. None of the Barons' outfield prospects ended up coming close to a 700 OPS, but Blake Rutherford will take home the trophy. He went 1 for 4 with two strikeouts to finish at 684, Luis Gonzalez went 0 for 3 to finish at 675, and Luis Basabe fell to 660 after going 0 for 4. John Park wrapped up his fine season with three scoreless innings, while Tyler Johnson heads to the Arizona Fall League with five consecutive scoreless outings of two innings apiece. Winston-Salem blanked Lynchburg 3-0, Andrew Vaughn went 2-4 for at the double, Steele Walker was 0-3 for with two walks, and Connor Pilkington lowered his ERA to 4.99 with three scoreless innings. Kannapolis closed out the Intimidators era with a 9-5 loss to Delmarva. Lennon Sosa closed out his season with a 10-game hitting streak, hitting a 7th homer. And Great Falls beat Billings 4-1 with Harvin Mendoza reaching base four times, and Cabrera Weaver, Kelvin Maldonado, and Luis Mieses each having two hits apiece. The Voyagers are the last team standing, as they'll wrap up their season on Friday. Around the league, Max Kepler's two-out, two-run single in the eighth helped the Twins beat the Tigers 4-3, so they maintained their five-and-a-half game lead in the AL Central. The good news for Cleveland? They gained a half game on Oakland for the second wildcard spot, as the A's were idle. The NL Central is still separated by three games, as the Cardinals and Cubs both won. The Houston Astros made MLB history as Garrett Cole followed up Justin Verlander's 14-strikeout no-hitter with 14 strikeouts over six innings in a win over Milwaukee on Monday. The Elias Sports Bureau says that they're the first teammates to have 14-strikeout performances on consecutive days since the mound was moved to 60 feet and 6 inches in 1893. Verlander and Cole are also 1-2 and two in ERA, with teammate Wade Miley third. The other Texas team also made history. The Rangers blanked the Yankees 7-0, becoming the first team to shut out the Bombers in 220 games. That'll do it for this edition of the White Sox Wake Up Call. Visit SoxMachine.com to talk about the dismal game, the last full day on the farm, and later in the day, the White Sox last batch of September call-ups. If you're new to the Sox Machine podcast, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google's podcast app, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever else podcasts are found. If you're feeling generous, you can support the site and the show at patreon.com slash SoxMachine. Thanks for listening to the Sox Machine podcast. For SoxMachine.com, I'm Jim Margulis. When you rely on the internet for everything, 
You need speed that can handle anything. Xfinity delivers Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Gig Wi-Fi requires gig speed and compatible X-Fi gateway. Actual speeds vary, not guaranteed. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.